You're listening to the Amateur Tarot Pod. Originally recorded starting at the end of 2016, there's a lot of growth to be found in the production quality and in the confidence and skill sets of your hosts. Please note that any phone numbers, emails, or social accounts are no longer active. You can contact the creators of the show by reaching out to brian at zenironman.com. Hello, and welcome to Amateur Tarot Pod, the only podcast where we, two non-mystical hosts, use the power of tarot to answer your burning questions. And that guy that just introduced the podcast? That was Ben Noble. And that guy who very confidently, with much joy in his voice, just introduced me, is Brian Dooley. I'm full of joy. Yeah? Yeah, I think you're full of joy, too. Yeah? Yeah, look, we get to sit here and do this podcast every week and speak to our dozen of adoring fans and and we adore them right back yeah we're full of adoration and joy because without them we're just two sad men sitting alone answering each other's tarot questions or just two sad men sometimes because i only see ben like once a week what's that movie is it 12 angry men yeah is the sequel or the prequel two sad men Yeah, 12 angry men, they get really angry, and 10 of them fall off. And then there's just two... And then there's just two sad dudes. The whole movie takes place at a Waffle House. <laughs> they don't order any food either, they're just at Waffle House drinking coffee. My Breakfast with Ben. It's that also, sounds like uh, that... Oh, man. I yeah, just, it's a no, sequel to My Dinner with Andre. That's it! Yeah. I just Nothing's on the top of my head today. Well, you're wearing a hat. I apologize for that one. Yep. Well, stay tuned. There's going to be lots more like that. Welcome to Amateur Tarot Pod, where two (laughs) sad men answer your questions. With horrible puns. Um, So the way we do that is with a tarot spread, right, Ben? Yes, we do. What kind of tarot spread do we use? This is the part where if we were really doing the bad puns, I would reprise my joke about uh, bagels and schmear. Ooh. But I won't. I just alluded to it. Nice. So, but the spread we do is a very simple three-card spread, Brian. I like to say that's because people, you know, they're driving, they're walking their dog, they're doing the dishes, and they don't have time to remember, like, ten cards of the Celtic Cross spread, which we can obviously do. Obviously. Obviously. But for you, the listener, we, we just read three cards. We flip three cards over, and then each one has a special meaning. The first one represents the recent past, how we got to this point. The middle one is the immediate action you need to take. And the final card is the future outcome. That's right. He he got them all right. And that's how we know that we could also do all 10 in the Celtic Cross. But we're just not doing that. For because you. It's for you. It's all for you, dear listeners. Because we know this is an, an audio medium. And uh, it's hard for you to remember 10 cards deep. You know, we know that most of our listeners are at home on their table flipping out the cards as we do the spreads. But there's probably someone who is. It would be pretty amazing if somebody was doing that and then... They flipped over the same cards that we were flipping over. Oh, without us telling them? Yeah, like they just flip it and they're like, oh, it's the death. And oh. <laughs> they also get death. And uh, that's like all the, the monkeys typing Hamlet. Right. If you leave, how, how many monkeys is it? Ten, maybe? I don't know. Some number of monkeys you, forever if you typing. Had, if you had an infinite amount of time, just one monkey could do it. Yeah. So one sad man sitting alone, if he had infinite time, could pull the exact same cards that we're about to pull. Yeah, there's something about uh, the number of grains of sand on a beach and then the number of like molecules of water in an ocean and 
you put that together and it sounds like one of those tapes I would put on to help me fall asleep. Yeah, that's what this podcast that's what podcasting is, right? I had somebody ask me. If you're me driving, that, don't fall asleep. Somebody asked me the other day, I was trying to explain to them our podcast, and they they were like, Whoa, 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 slow down there. What is podcasting? And that was very surprising to me. I was taken aback by the question. What did you tell them? I told them it was like uh, radio that you download. So the story is more interesting than the punchline, mm. I guess. Well, I feel like that person probably did not become a fan of Amateur Tarot Pod. Likely not, no. But I bet they're a big fan of me because I brought a lot of education into their life. All right, I think it's about that time. Okay, wait. There's one thing that we have to do. What do we have to do? We have to tease the card of the week. All right, it's been teased. Yeah, stay tuned, people. Our question this week comes from Afani, who asks, If you were to be stranded on an island, how'd you get yourself there anyway? A three-hour tour. Nice. I heard a theory that all the people on Gilligan's Island were dead, and that Gilligan was the devil. And the, who's the smoke monster in that? I don't know if I get the reference. From Lost. Oh, I've never seen Lost. Oh, that was like an early 2000s Gilligan's Island. Yeah. Yeah. But I only watched the original. You didn't watch Lost? No. I'm not surprised. I am surprised that you even know what Gilligan's Island is. I've seen a couple episodes on TV Land. Did you see the one, the ones where like crazy guest stars show up? Uh, probably. People talk about the Harlem Globetrotters all the time. Oh, I used really? to watch it. Did they get stranded on the island? Yeah, so many people got stranded on the Wait, island. but how did all the people that get stranded on the island, all the guest stars, how did they get off but the crew didn't? I don't remember, but you're not asking any new questions right now. No. <laughs> Tune in next week for uh, where we use the power of terror to answer all your questions about Gilligan's Island. Yes, and Scooby-Doo. And anything where the Harlem Globetrotters guest starred. This was a podcast I was listening to all about fan theories, and the fan theory about Scooby-Doo was that uh, Scooby-Doo takes place in like a, a post-economic crash society because they always go to these like abandoned places, mm. and there's like the environment is always barren and desolate. There's never anybody around, and all of the bad guys are like smart people that are like basically squatting at deserted houses and deserted amusement parks. But like, where are all the people? Huh. Kind of makes sense. It does kind of make sense. And maybe there was some other type of breakdown also since they're talking dogs. Mm. And it's not just Scooby. Right. There's Scrappy and all of all of Scooby's family. That's so, actually a pretty good show. I think Scooby-Doo's underrated. I think Scooby-Doo is, is a good show. Not the new Scooby-Doo's. I'm not a fan of... Well, again, I've only seen the originals. There are newer Scooby-Doo's where... Like, it's just monsters. Like, real monsters? Yeah, like, oh, the Loch Ness Monster was the Loch Ness Monster all along. And it's never Old Man Withers. Oh, when they take off the Loch Ness Monster's mask, they just accidentally take off the monster's head and it's dripping with blood? Uh Uh-huh. And it's terrifying to kids. My kids did not appreciate it at all. I feel like this podcast, at least today, is slowly just becoming uh, a podcast where we discuss old TV shows and movies. It's not even pop culture. No. (laughs) It's just old TV shows and movies. 12 Angry Men, Scooby-Doo, Gilligan's Island. Well, let's... uh, We can do a spinoff pod called Two Sad Men, where we just talk (laughs) about old media that I've managed to see. Yeah, it'll be short. It'll only be like three episodes. We've already kind of discussed everything that Ben has ever seen.
Anyway, let's get back to Offany's question. Wait, I've seen that I Love Lucy episode where she eats all the chocolate. Good for you, Ben. Yeah. Have you seen any other episodes of I Love Lucy? Oh, probably not. We used to watch, I used to go to my grandma's over the summertime, and I would watch TV for a good portion of the day. And it was back when cartoons used to be on in the morning, mm. and then it would go to television shows, and then cartoons again when school time let out, so around 3 o'clock. And I used to watch all the normal 80s and 90s cartoons, but then it was old TV. So Gilligan's Island and I Love Lucy and The Honeymooners and Leave it to Beaver. That's when I watched The Price is Right. Ooh, yeah. Did you know I was on The Price is Right? No. Yep. You never told me that? I was on the 5,000th episode of The Price is Right. Did you win anything? I won, Did you go up? Yeah. I won consolation. I didn't go on stage, but I got on Contestants Row. Oh. Yeah. All right. Well, should we get back into the question now that we've talked about TV for half hour? Sure, why not? All right. So just in case you forgot, often he asked, if you were to be stranded on a desert island, or not on a desert island, just an island, probably a tropical one. Yeah, probably. That's what we think of when we think of islands. Yeah. If you were to be stranded on an island, any island, pick your type of island. Arid, tropical. Arctic? Sure. Atlantis at the bottom of the sea. That's not an island then, is it? I guess not. It's not. Hawaii? Hawaii is one island in a group of islands. If you were to be stranded on an island of your choosing, how did you get yourself there? Wait, is Hawaii the name of one of the islands? Yes. Is it? It's the biggest one. I thought that was Oahu. Is it? Yeah. Cut this part out. Nah. (laughs) So, I think we're going to uh, mold this question a bit. Okay. Is it going to be about old TV? No. Okay. I think we're going to stick with the theme... Just about being uh, stuck. How about that? How about being being stuck or lost? How'd you get stuck? How'd you get stuck? And then how do you get unstuck? Because the tarot is not just backward-looking. It's also forward-looking. It is, especially with the reading that we do. Yeah. Well, let's... Uh, I think we've stalled long enough. Let's Woof, go ahead have and, we? Uh, flip over the first I really card. do hope you cut the part out where I don't know anything about Hawaii. I'm the one that said that it was an island in a group of islands. Because I was thinking of Oahu. So I'm not going to cut it Amateur out. Amateur tarot pod where we, two non-mystical hosts, know nothing about Hawaii. <laughs> All right. Flip. Wow. All right. So our first card is the devil. Gilligan. Look how this is all coming together. It all ties together. It's like we planned it. Uh, what that's... if we made our own custom tarot deck where uh, Gilligan was the devil, and then just old old TV shows? We're just all we just use old TV show characters for all the cards. That'd be pretty cool. I think that'd be a good project. You also talked about building the Nihilist deck before. I did. I never did that. Which makes sense. It's fitting. All right. So the devil is a card of bondage and addiction. He holds two lovers captive in chains. Uh, it's it's a pretty dark card. Uh. It speaks, the devil speaks generally to addictions and obsessions. And so these uh, two people are chained to his obsidian post that he rests on with his bird talons and his goat legs. Man, that sentence sounded straight out of the New Yorker until that part where you paused and then you went back into the sentence. I don't even his remember. His obsidian what... post <laughs> sounds like a poem. I'm pretty poetic. Yeah. Especially when I'm waxing about the devil. All right. So he's got two lovers chained to their obsidian post. And things just aren't looking good. 
But if you check it out, they could probably get out of those chains. But why don't they? Because they're addicted to it. Oh. Yeah. So the addiction is likely something that you're powerless uh, powerless against, and it's sapping your strength, will, and quality of life. And like that makes sense. Yeah. A lot of addictions that we think of, like uh, booze or drugs or sex or... Uh, old pop culture references. Old pop culture references, crossword puzzles, Orville Redenbacher's super buttery popcorn. But, I mean, addiction could be anything. It could be, like, uh, addiction to a certain goal or trying to achieve some sort of status or anything. Yeah, and the devil card here indicates that in the recent past, you've been super focused on one thing. And I think that it represents that focus on one goal. You're searching for something very specific. And that got you stuck. That that myopic focus got you stuck in a place. Yeah, it's to the detriment of the other areas of your life. All right, so let's jump into our next card here. Flip. Oh, the magician. The magician is all about skill and knowledge and taking action. He's tapping into resources, using his magical powers. Um, he's, I guess, a conduit between the divine godlike power from above and then the earth below. He's doing this like disco move where he's pointing up at the sky with one hand and down at the floor with the other. Yeah, just so you can picture the card. And we're using the Rider Weight deck today, the the traditional deck that people think of when they think of the tarot deck. Uh, he's got a magic wand in one hand that's pointed up to heaven and then his other hand, his uh, left hand, is pointed down to the ground. And so he's like a lightning rod of this divine knowledge and power and he's got an infinity symbol over his head and he's got two snake or a snake eating its own tail as his belt and on a table in Seems front like of a him, dangerous belt well i mean the snake's full it's got its stuff That's taken true. care of what if it, the snake eats all the way around though and like constricts his waist that, like a corset a lot of people die that way yeah So the magician is speaking to reinvention, especially in regards to a goal or a dream. And he's showing you that you have the tools available to successfully navigate through that transformation. So I think that makes a lot of sense coming off of the devil. Yeah. And he also speaks to the idea that you may need to refocus and pay attention to whatever it is that you're studying right now, whatever is feeding your knowledge refocus your energies towards that to set yourself up for success in the future. Uh, still you're going to want to focus on a single goal, but, and not get distracted, but not to the point of obsession. All right, let's jump into now the third card flip the three of coins. That coin is way less heavy than the last two cards. And it's a card about, creativity and finishing up a creative endeavor if you look at the card you'll see three guys and they're working together to finish constructing a cathedral there's one guy in particular the stonemason is doing the carving while this monk and uh, the architect i believe are looking at the plans and kind of guiding him along or assessing his work and this card speaks to collaboration in creative endeavors and says that when you work with other people who have different skill sets the project's going to end up stronger in the end for having collaborated. And it also calls into 
focus, the idea that collaboration goes with the planning, logistics, and directional aspects of an ongoing project, as well as the execution of that project. So, yeah, so putting it all together, you know, how, how did you get stuck and how do you get unstuck? Well, it, you got stuck by being overly focused on some sort of goal or pursuit or having some sort of addiction. Yeah, you're looking in the wrong places for the wrong things and you're looking really hard. And then in the, in the present, the magician reminds you that the tools are there in front of you. You have what you need. You just need to kind of refocus, realign yourself, think about your goal, think about what you've learned and what knowledge you might need to go forward. And then the three of coins is a reminder to work with other people. You know, you may not have all the skills or even if you do have a lot of skills, somebody else may be able to help you with that project and maybe even prevent you from slipping back into that addictive devil place. So if you got stuck on an island, the way you got there was addiction. And what are you going to do while you're there? You're going to study new stuff. And then you're going to build a cathedral. And then you're going to open a church on that island. That's right. And who's going to come to that church? The devil, the magician, and three dudes that helped build your church. Sounds like a lovely community. Yeah, good work, you. Way to go, you... Life handed you lemons, and you built a church out of it. So good job. We're proud of you. Thanks for your question, Offany. And now, Brian, it's time for that card of the week you were teasing. Oh, let's talk about what the card of the week is. Let's. I bet you can guess just based on the name. It's a card. And? We flip it over every week. And it kind of gives direction to your week. It gives you something to focus on, something to think about. And to frame your experiences throughout the upcoming week. Yeah. So, here we go. Flip. Before you start, Ben, I haven't mentioned it in a couple episodes, but your Foley work is on point. Oh, thank you, Brian. Yeah. Just wanted to bring that up. Yeah. I said some pretty horrible things about you during the extra episode last week. Oh, wow. I guess I need to listen to that. Uh, one of the things I said was that you wouldn't listen to it, so it's okay for me to say whatever I want. Well, you were right on that count. I just want the listeners and you to know that it was all in fun, and <laughs> that my saying it here to you now, face-to-face, indicates that... Well, now you've all been guaranteed that I'm going to go back and listen to it. Yeah, that's really what I wanted. I just want Ben to have to listen to an episode for once in his life. Uh. Well, I don't listen to the episodes that we record <laughs> because I'm sitting here recording them. They're so much different, though. Are they? Yeah. There's music. There's music. That's a spoiler. We don't play the music live each time that we transition (laughs) from segment to segment. We don't. I can't play an instrument, which is why we have Hug Monster Sound to help us. But that would be pretty amazing if we sat here and just jammed out. That would be awesome. And got it consistently perfect every time. Exactly the same sound. And where we knew exactly when the show was going to end so we could start playing quietly and ramp up the music. That would take a Herculean focus for us to close out the episode and start playing music very softly. It would be pretty much a guarantee that we never had an episode. Yeah. So the card this week is the Seven of Swords. Ben, what what's the deal with the Seven of Swords? Well, Brian, the Seven of Swords shows a sneaky-looking fellow, and he's got a bunch of swords in his hand and some other swords in the ground, and he's looking over his shoulders like, Oh no, hope nobody sees me stealing all these swords from this camp. But guess what? They see him. 
They see him. There's a bunch of guys in the background, and they see him. They're like, hey, what's he doing with all those swords? Those aren't his swords. Hey, get him. Get him. Come back. I and gotta get goes, out of here with these swords. He does that thing in Scooby-Doo where his legs So the Seven of Swords is a card about betrayal and deception. It's a card about stealing stuff. It's a card about secrets. And... With it here, maybe this week some secret is going to come to light that is not super great. So there's going to be something, somebody's going to be caught in a lie or a betrayal. And that could help to clarify a situation that's been muddy up to this point. Or it could muddy things even further. More personally, ask yourself if you're trying to sneak away from some situation or dodge responsibility. You might feel like you're going to get away with it, but it's going to get found out. People are going to get upset, and it's probably a good idea to just be honest and forthright rather than trying to hide whatever you're trying to hide. So think about how what you're doing affects other people and what you should have done or could do differently in order to act with kindness and integrity as opposed to doing whatever is fastest and most convenient. Also, just be careful, you know? Look out for yourself. Uh, Look out for people in life who might benefit from pulling the wool over your eyes. Yeah, and that's the card of the week. All right, we did it. We did it. Uh, I want to thank Offany. I want to thank our listeners. I want to thank Hug Monster Sound. I want to thank the creators of Gilligan's Island. The creators of Scooby-Doo. The fans who came up with those great theories we shared. The Harlem Globetrotters and the Washington Senators. Is that who they play? I don't know. Yeah. The Harlem Globetrotters, the Washington Senators, the people that make really fast chocolate assembly lines. Yeah, the Stuff You Should Know podcast, which is the podcast that I was listening to about those fan theories, if you want to check those out. But mostly... Offany and Hug Monster Sound. Wouldn't it be awesome if the Harlem Globetrotters played like actual Senate, like United States Senators in basketball? The United States Senators would probably be just as good as the Washington Senators. (laughs) (laughs) Is the Harlem Globetrotters, is that like, is it like professional wrestling? Yeah. Where everything is scripted and then they just make up the in-between bits? Very much. Hmm. Yeah. That's disappointing. So, Ben, if somebody wanted to send us a question and have us wax poetic about the Harlem Globetrotters for them, where would they do it? They would send us an email at amateurtarotreading at gmail.com, or they might tweet it to us at taroamateur. And they could always find us at our website, amateurtarot.com. Now, if they had specific things that they wanted to tell you, they could hit you up at zenironman on Twitter. And if they wanted to talk to you, maybe recommend some movies to watch or another podcast to listen to, they could hit you up at your website, I'm making all this up.com. Also, as always, a note to you to please rate and review us on iTunes. Even if you don't like us, just give us five stars anyway. Yeah. It doesn't cost you anything. We're not picky. Stars are free. Yeah. Just give them away. Oh, hey, and here's the thing that people do in their podcasts that we haven't done up to this point. If we were going to do a live show somewhere... Oh, I thought it was about to be a Blue Apron sponsorship. Oh, that'd be great, but no. 
I, I, if we do get sponsorships, I will surprise you in that fashion. Then. Okay. So you were talking about live shows before I so rudely interrupted you. Yeah. If we were going to do a live show, would there be any interest in that? Please get in touch with us and let us know that. And if there is interest, where is that interest? We're thinking about going to different woo-woo shops, maybe comic shops. Your basement. Uh, yeah. Or somebody's house and just doing a little show and doing some live readings there. So let us know if that's something that people would be interested in and something that would be enjoyable. It would be. For me. And me. Well, thanks for listening. Yeah. Bye. Bye.